Hey everyone, welcome back to the Live with Rachel podcast. I'm Rachel and today we're going to be continuing studying through the book of Romans. Specifically today we're going to be reading through Romans chapter 8 verses 31 to 39. So to recap so far in Romans 8 we've read about some positive statements about having a relationship with Jesus and how there is first of all no condemnation meaning disapproval, accusation, damnation and so on for those who are in Christ and how as Christians we are free from from defeat, meaning that we're no longer obligated to our old way of living. And also, how have we been loved and accepted into God's family? And what does that look like? And what does that mean? And then lastly, we also looked at how we're now free from discouragement and how can we tackle suffering and pain through the power of the Holy Spirit. In today's episode, in the section that we'll be reading, we'll be reading about how we are free from fear. Essentially, the feeling of fear is what we feel when we feel like we're separated from God. And the emphasis in this final part of Romans chapter 8 is on the security of the person who believes. So as Christians, we don't need to fear the past or the present or the future because we are secure in the love of Jesus. And I think I can speak for most people who find that really hard to believe sometimes. I mean, I used to have really bad anxiety, so this one was really hard for me. So if you out there listening also have anxiety of some kind, then I'm sure you're going to love this section of the study and I want it to encourage you today and I really hope that it does. Paul presents five arguments here to prove that there is no separation between the believer and God. So let's get right into it in Romans chapter 8 verses 31 to 39. We'll be reading it in the New Living Translation just because I find that it's like a universally straightforward translation for anyone to listen to. So let's get right into it. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. For God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean that he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So argument number one here is God is for us. God is absolutely for us and he proved it by giving us Jesus. And Jesus is for us and so is the Holy Spirit. So God is making all things work for us according to uh, verse 28 that we read about in the last episode. And sometimes it feels like there are things that are working against us, but like it says here in in this section, if God is for us, who can ever be against us? Christians need to enter into each and every day realizing that God is actually for us, so we don't need to fear. There is absolutely just no need for it. God, as our loving father, only wants what's best for his children, even if they need to go through the hard times and suffering to receive his best. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says, 
For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Argument number two is Jesus has died for us. When we were in rebellion to God, he still gave us his best. He had no reason to, but he did. He gave us Jesus. And now because of him, when we accept him, we become God's children. And if we're his children, won't he give us everything else that we need? God cares about the birds, the sheep, and even the plants, according to the Bible. So surely he will care for us even more so because God deals with his kids on the basis of grace. And that was achieved by Jesus on the cross. So he freely gives all things to his own. Argument number three is that God has justified us. This means that God has declared Christians righteous in Christ. Satan absolutely loves to accuse us. He loves to slip those little seeds of doubt into our minds and just tell us that, hey, God actually hates you and you're the worst. (laughs) But we stand righteously because we identify with Jesus. And as Christians, we are chosen and accepted in Jesus. God is never the one who accuses us or makes us feel bad. So if you ever feel that way, I just want to tell you, it's not him. There's a difference between condemnation and conviction, but also God is the one who has justified us. So if God accuses us, then that would mean that his salvation was an absolute failure and we're still in our sins. When we really understand what justification means, it should bring peace to our hearts. And understand that when God declares the believing person righteous in Christ, that declaration, it, it never changes. Our experience may change from day to day, but justification never changes. We may even want to accuse ourselves sometimes, or we may accuse other people or Other people may accuse us, but God never accuses us because Jesus has already paid the penalty and we are secure in him. Argument number four is that Jesus intercedes for us. We have the Holy Spirit and Jesus interceding for us, meaning that he's intervening for us, pleading for us, and so on. The same Savior who died for us is now once again stepping in on our behalf, and he is representing us before God's very throne, and we don't need to represent ourselves. He can give us the grace that we need to overcome temptation and defeat Satan, who is our enemy. And as our advocate, he can forgive our sins and restore our fellowship with God. And lastly, argument number five, Jesus loves us. Paul's very clear here in saying that God can't fail us, but us as broken people, we can definitely fail him sometimes. Sometimes we might feel like God hates us because bad things may happen to us and we might say, okay, well, this is happening because I did this and it was wrong and now God's punishing me, but it's actually quite the opposite. God doesn't shelter us from difficult times in life because we need those times for our own spiritual growth. In the previous episode, I've said it before, God assures us that the difficulties in life are working for us instead of against us. He allows suffering and hard times to happen to us so that we might use them for our good and his ultimate glory. And we endure all of this, all of this suffering and hard times and pain, we endure it for his sake. And since we do, don't you think that he'll abandon us? Because he absolutely will not abandon us. Instead, he actually will draw us closer and he will draw closer to us in return when we go through the worst of times because he wants us to lean into him. And he has also given us the power to overcome because in verse 37, we both read it, it says, no, despite all these things, things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ 
who loves us. Emphasis on the through Christ. We don't need to fear life or death or things that are happening in the now or things that will happen in the future because Jesus loves us and he gives us the win. And note that this isn't some kind of promise with any conditions. Like if you're good or if you do this or that, then God will do this or that. This security in Jesus is an established fact and we can claim it for ourselves because we as Christian believers, we are in Christ. Nothing can separate us from his love. So you need to believe that today and rejoice and be happy in this truth. So Romans chapter eight is just such a great chapter. And I just want to summarize it by saying like it shows a lot that the Christian believer is completely victorious. We are free from God's judgment because Jesus died for us and we have his righteousness. We're free from defeat because Jesus lives in us by his spirit and we share in his life. And we're free from discouragement because Jesus is coming back one day and we'll share in his glory. We are free from fear because Jesus intercedes for us and represents us and we can't be separated from his love. So the ending statement that I want to make in this episode today is if God is for us, who can be against us? And that's exactly what I want to end on today. I want that to be the last thought that's in your mind. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you really felt encouraged by it. I know it's short and sweet, but I hope that you all have a really wonderful rest of your week and I hope you're having a great new year so far and I will see you in the next episode. Bye everyone. Bye.